Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode of the Brown Vegan Podcast is being brought to you by Intrepid Travel. Intrepid offers over a thousand small group adventures around the world with local leaders so that you can see the destination like a local. They recently launched three brand new vegan food adventures in India, Thailand, and Italy. Once you get to your destination, you'll get insider tips on where to find the best vegan eats, unique activities, and an authentic experience with like-minded travelers. Visit intrepidtravel.com slash veganfoodadventures for more information and to book your next trip. Hey, it's Monique, and this is episode 75 of the Brown Vegan Podcast, where I love to share tips on how to start and keep going with the vegan lifestyle and sprinkle in some wellness and vegan business. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And also I'm Brown Vegan everywhere, including YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So yeah, I hope your day is going well. I'm here to share some vegan tips for travel. I don't know about you, but I feel like travel and sometimes the holidays are the hardest part of this vegan journey for me. I'm just saying. I've been doing this since 2010, but it's just something about those times that I'm just like, I feel like I struggle a little too much during those times. And I think it's because you come outside of your comfort zone, usually around the holidays and then vegan travel too. I do have control, but it doesn't feel like I have as much control as I do when I'm at home because it's, especially if I go somewhere I've never been before, it kind of gives me a little bit of anxiety. I'm not going to lie. So I want to share some tips on how to make that easier for you, what to do during road trips, when you're at the airport, when you're on a flight. And also what to do once you get to your destination as far as finding all of the vegan options and really enjoying your vacation, because that's what it's about, right? You want to have a good time. You don't want to be stressed out about food. You want you don't want to feel overwhelmed. So I just want to give you some strategies to make that easier. You can get any of the resources that I mentioned in this episode at brownvegan.com under episode 75. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's start off with road trips. I personally do not like road trips. If I can help it, I'm flying or I don't want to go at all. I just, I don't know. I just don't like road trips very much. And I think it's because when I was younger, I actually grew up in Virginia Beach and all of my family lived in the DC area. So we would come up here like every weekend when I was growing up. And so that's probably why I hate road trips because I felt like we were always on the road when I was a kid. So (laughs) Um, When it comes to vegan road trips, I actually think that if it's a short road trip, you know, less than three hours or four hours, those are the best ones because you can actually just take a cooler and pack some food in there. Anything that you typically eat at home, you know, like pasta salads and sandwiches and things like that, just pack that up and take it with you so you don't have to worry about it as much. Always make sure, of course, that you have like some fresh fruit. To me, fruit feels like the ultimate fast food, especially like when it's orange, you know, eating some orange slices or apples and bananas and things like that. Just super easy. You don't have to worry about keeping it like refrigerated. Make sure that you have like some nuts or seeds. It kind of makes you feel full longer, at least in my experience, especially if I eat like apple slices with almond butter or peanut butter. 
And make sure, of course, that you have plenty of water when you're on a road trip so you don't have to worry about that. For longer trips, I notice that I have to eat things that I don't typically eat so that I can survive, I feel like, when it comes to a road trip. So a few summers ago, I went far, I went south on a road trip, and I have never had so much Taco Bell in my life, y'all. I'm telling you, I was like, you know what? I don't want to see another Taco Bell. That's all I saw on a road trip. There was nothing else to eat. I will say that it came in handy, though, because it's very easy to be vegan at Taco Bell. Make some changes to, you know, tell them to skip the cheese and some of the sour cream on some of the options. I'll link you to a really good article that breaks down everything that you can eat vegan at Taco Bell. And I use that. I was literally in the car, like, Googling, okay, what's vegan at Taco Bell? Because that's all I kept seeing (laughs) was Taco Bell. And so I ate that. And it it kept me alive, you know, it it worked for what it was. Another option too is going to Chipotle or places like that, like Moe's, um, Southwestern Grill, Chipotle, because you can have them build your burrito or your bowl based on how you eat. So, you know, just like rice and vegetables and guacamole, really filling. So you don't have to worry about that. Another thing too, is that a lot of the grocery stores have the hot bar. So if you want to stop off at a grocery store, you can actually just get some food off of their salad bar or their hot bar. And most of the time, at least in my experience, they will label whether or not something is vegetarian, vegan, because it is becoming like more common for people to be vegetarian and vegan. So I noticed that they'll label it. And even if they don't label that it's necessarily vegan or vegetarian, they usually list the ingredients so you can get an idea of what it what's what. Another place that's super accessible when you're traveling is 7-Eleven. In episode 71, Nzinga mentioned that they have cold-pressed juices at 7-Eleven that are really affordable. So that's an option. You can also, if you're at 7-Eleven, get like Pringles. I'm not sure if the whole line of Pringles are vegan, but I know their plain ones are. You get some Ritz crackers, Fritos, hummus, and pretzels to just like kind of hold you over until you get to your destination. But yeah, I mean, you don't want to be hungry. You don't want to have to worry about it. So that just makes life a little easier. Oh, and as far as fast food, another place I want to mention too is Subway. They're everywhere. (laughs) I feel like you can find a Subway all over the place. And then they have, you know, you can make a veggie sub there and just get all of the vegetable toppings. And I think they have oil and vinegar too for the condiments that you can use. So yeah, that's definitely an option as well when it comes to road trips. So try not to overthink it. Just think about some of the snacks that you typically eat when you're on a road trip and what options are available as far as a vegan option for yourself. Just try not to overthink it. So what about if you are going to the airport? So listen, I have this love-hate thing going with the airport when it comes to early morning flights. I love early morning flights because I get there. It's usually not a crazy crowd, and I usually don't have to deal with delays because I'm like the first flight out, right? Thing that I hate about early flights is that smell of eggs. Like that is the only thing I can think of since I've been vegan that the smell of that just makes me want to gag. <laughs> I don't want to smell eggs. And so I want to give you some tips on how to have a vegan breakfast at the airport. You know, sometimes it's kind of hard to figure out what you want to eat for breakfast if you get there for an early flight. So I'm just going to tell you what I've done in the past. Nearly every airport I've ever been in, there's a Burger King. So when I'm there, I've tried their French toast sticks and their hash browns, those are vegan. So that's something that's familiar that you can probably find in most airports that you can eat. Also, I've had oatmeal, and a lot of times the oatmeal is in like the 
at, uh, like, not necessarily Starbucks, but like little coffee kiosk spots like that. They usually have oatmeal and bagels and things like that. So what you want to do is just make sure that they're not using milk to make the oatmeal, that they're actually using water and that they don't add any butter to it. And then you can just add, you know, raisins or dates and sugar or whatever you want to add to your oatmeal. But I've had good experiences with finding the um, oatmeal at the airport. Also, if you need to get some little snacks to eat when it comes to like lunch and dinner time and you just want to make sure that you have something to eat while you're waiting for your flight or you need some snacks for the flight, a lot of those little stores that they have in the airport, you can get kind bars from there, crackers, fresh fruit, trail mix. They usually have like sandwiches and things like that, but I noticed that a lot of that stuff is vegetarian and not vegan. But at least you can grab like little snacks to hold you over while you're waiting for your flights. Also, I noticed that I can get a burrito at any airport I've ever been to. I've been able to get a burrito. <laughs> so you you can get that and usually it'll be like beans and rice and and some vegetables, you know, really simple. You can have it with guacamole or salsa, whatever you need to make it work. But I feel like that has been my experience as well. I can always get like a veggie burger and a burrito, no matter where airport I've been in. Of course, I would also suggest that you check out the airport's website because they have like a list of all of the restaurants that they have in each of the terminals. And that way you can actually you know, look and see what your options are from your, from your seat so you don't have to do a whole bunch of walking around. And then once you find out what you want to eat, just go to Google and search um, vegan options at Johnny Bravo. I said Johnny Bravo, <laughs> Johnny Rockets, vegan options at Red Robin or whatever restaurant is in the airport. You can just search that and I'm, I, you're guaranteed to get an article or some information to come up to tell you what vegan options are available at that location in the airport. So when you go to that restaurant or fast food place in the airport, you know what options are available. And you can kind of go with more confidence and you know what you're ordering and just kind of get in and out. So I would highly suggest using Google to make this easy for you. I use Google a lot, like all the time when it comes to whether or not something is vegan or where the vegan options are. It does come in handy. The last tip for the actual waiting in the airport is just bring your own food. Don't feel like you have to eat at the airport. Bring whatever you want from home to make you feel more comfortable. Of course, that's like the most obvious advice. But I know for myself, when I'm packing and I got a whole bunch of other stuff going on, sometimes you just get to the airport and you don't really have a plan. So that's why I wanted to give you some tips on what to do. Basically, if you don't have a plan to make life easier, you know, I try not to let food stress me too much. So I always want to have a backup plan if I don't actually do what I'm supposed to do as far as bringing my own food so that I feel more confident about continuing with this lifestyle. So yeah, I just want to mention those strategies for the sitting in the airport and how to make that more um, easier for you. So when you're actually on the flight, a lot of the airlines, if you do have a, a longer flight, they do have options for vegan meals. You just, a lot of times, you have there's a checkbox for it when you book your flight, or you have to call the airlines and request it so that they can take care of you that way. Vegan options on airlines has improved so much over the years. So definitely just make sure you speak up and get what you need before you get on there so you don't have to worry about it. Of course, you can bring your own food, but like I said, <laughs> life happens and you always want to be prepared to take care of things if you need to. Also, you can purchase some snacks on there, um, you know, plain potato chips. I've had plain potato chips on flights. 
JetBlue has these, tag, I wish I knew the name of them. I'll put them in the show notes because I can't remember it right now. But they're like these purple pota- potato chips. And they're really, really good as they're free snacks. Of course, you can also have peanuts while you're on the flight. Some of them are honey roasted, so just make sure you pay attention to that. But usually they're just salted peanuts. So yeah, that's the little tips that I have as far as being on your actual flight. So now I want to share some tips on what to do when you actually get to your destination. I would highly recommend that you book, if you're going to stay at a place for more than a couple of days, that you book Airbnb or, you know, a house or a room somewhere where you have access to a kitchen. Because I noticed that when I do that, I have the best experiences when I have access to my own kitchen because you just have more control over um, what you're eating and how you're eating it. Several years ago, it was actually really early in my vegan journey. Um, I took the kids, my husband and I took the kids to Disney World and we rented a condo. It was like a three bedroom condo. And what I did is I went, as soon as we got there, I went to Publix and I got all this food, you know, plenty of snacks and enough food for like breakfast and lunch. And every day I would make us breakfast and lunch. Uh, We'll usually have breakfast at the condo and then we would pack some food to take with us. We had like a cooler. And then at night we would eat out at restaurants. Not only was it more affordable, but it just gave me um, a lot of confidence as a new vegan to be able to cook my own food like I would typically do at home by staying in a condo. So I would just highly recommend that if you can to stay somewhere with a kitchen so you don't have to worry about, you know, your food as much. Another tip, too, is uh, when it came to dinner, I used the happycow.net app. Well, that's a website. Happycow.net is a website and it's called Happy Cow, the actual app is what you can download too. And so basically what you do is you go to this website and put in your zip code and it will tell you where all of the vegan options are around you. So you can go to a restaurant and it's not necessarily vegan, but it'll tell you what's vegan friendly on the menu. It's kind of like the Yelp for vegans. That's how I look at it. And um, yeah, it's really, really helpful using the happycow.net app. Another thing to kind of consider too is even if you are able to find vegan options at the restaurants that you want to stay at, maybe you're traveling with a group of people and they don't want to go to the vegan restaurant. That has happened to me more than a few times in my life. (laughs) People are just like, that sounds real cool for you to be vegan, but I need to eat a burger. I need to eat, you know, steak or whatever. So they want to eat somewhere else. It's really important for you to, if you know where you're going before you get there, to go to the, the website the, the um, restaurant's website and just search what they have on their menu and figure out what vegan and vegetarian options they have to make it a lot easier for you to determine what you can eat once you get there. I'm telling you, it will give you so much confidence if you know ahead of time what to expect so that you don't go into it and you're like, oh, what do I do? What do I eat? And make sure also that um, if you're still not sure about some of the ingredients on certain dishes, that you're very specific with the server about what you want. Instead of just saying I'm vegan, you want to say, you know, make sure that there's no dairy. You want to be very specific dairy or there's no chicken broth or beef broth. Even though I feel like veganism is definitely more mainstream than it used to be, there's still a lot of people who don't know the difference between vegan and vegetarian. So you just have to be very specific when you talk to your server, get really comfortable and let them know what you want and what you don't want 
so that you have the, the best experience. You really want to use vacation as a time to relax. And if you're going on a group trip, time to hang out with people that you love and that you like. You know what I mean? So you don't want to be stressed about the food. So you have to just be a little bit proactive and make in taking some of these steps so that you can enjoy yourself. I got time to be stressed out the whole time. Another thing to think about too is that you may be in a situation in which you are eating a whole bunch of side dishes when you go out to eat. <laughs> I've had this happen a couple of times. So sometimes you just end up with steamed broccoli and a baked potato and french fries. And sometimes I even had, I've had applesauce. (laughs) Even though I don't usually eat applesauce at home, I've had that. So it can be helpful to look at what the side options are and just build a meal around that. Most of the time there is a veggie burger on there. And God, I remember I went, I don't know where I was at. I think we were in the Bahamas and I felt like the whole trip, all I ate was veggie burgers (laughs) because every place we went to, I was with a group and every place we went to, the only vegan option was a veggie, veggie burger. By the time I got home, I was veggie burgered out. But just know that usually these days, there's at least one option on the menu for us. So you don't feel like you're completely, you don't feel like you don't have anything to eat. So you have to sometimes just build a meal off of the side dishes and just try to get satisfied that way you don't have to starve I don't recommend you starve you know do the best you can for each meal and if it's not perfect do not beat yourself up about it just do the best you can I'm telling you because if you start beating yourself up you won't do anything so do the best you can at each meal and you'll get more confident as you go along and just um, be a little like I said proactive check out websites and things like that before you get ahead so that you're not stressed when you get to your destination you know what to expect. So like I told you before, this episode is being brought to you by Intrepid Travel. And I was so glad that they reached out to me for this episode because because this is the perfect time of year where everybody is doing a whole bunch of traveling. The cool thing about Intrepid is they've been around for about 30 years at this point and never really had a vegan focus. And so that's why they introduced the eight day tours where you can go to India, Italy or Thailand so that you can enjoy a true vegan food adventure. So of course you don't have to be a vegan to go on these tours, but I like the fact that it is focused on people who are vegan or vegan curious because then it gives you an opportunity to travel with like-minded folks. The groups that they have are 10 people or less so that you get like that small community, especially if you're someone who wants to do some international travel, but you don't want to do it solo and you don't have anyone in your personal life to travel with. This is just a great way for you to connect with other folks and enjoy some vegan food and adventures together. I love that there's a local expert at your destination. So if you're in Italy, Thailand, or in India, there will be an expert who will be able to assist you in finding all of the vegan options. There'll be a culinary experience. I know that anytime I travel out of the country, I always like to have somebody there to help me, like a local person to guide me, especially if I'm in a country with a language barrier. They just make it so much easier for you to to communicate and get what you need, you know? One of the things that really stood out to me about Intrepid Travel is the fact that they are responsible about the experiences. When you go on excursions in these countries, they don't have like elephant rides. They don't do anything that would not fit into our lifestyle when you go on these trips. And I think that is super, super important because you wanna enjoy yourself, but you also wanna respect animals and people, right? So if you are ready to navigate some new delicious food experiences in India, Italy, or Thailand, be sure to visit intrepidtravel.com slash vegan food adventures to get more information and to book your next adventure. 
So yeah, I hope this episode uh, was helpful for you. Hope it gave you some new tips on road trips and being vegan at the airport and actually getting to your destination. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon.